What's going on, everybody? So it's Destiny back with another podcast of Real, Raw, and Relatable. Today, we're actually going to be talking about something I feel like is very, very important to talk about, and it's porn and masturbation. Porn and masturbation and how it's toxic. But first, y'all know the deal. Y'all know how we do. We're going to start off in the prayer. Father, I just thank you so much for allowing me to come on this podcast today, God. I pray that you anoint the words that come from my lips, God. I pray that today's podcast is fruitful. God, I just submit and surrender myself to you, Lord, and just ask that you just take over, Father God, that you penetrate my heart, God, that you help me to deliver this message in the way that you want it to be delivered, Lord, and that you open up my audience's hearts, God, to be able to receive this word. In Jesus' name, we pray with a humble heart. Amen. Okay. So, porn and masturbation. How many of you currently still engage in this sexual activity? It may be a lot. And I'm not, you know, again, I always like to say I'm not judging because I used to be one. I used to be one that that engaged in both, actually, for being honest. But honestly, um, God convicted me um, a long time ago and just reminded me of how I was sinning against my own body, you know, how I was um, not being a reflection of him. So I want to start today talking about masturbation and how it's toxic. So today's podcast is all about, you know, how toxic masturbation and porn really is. And I feel like a lot of people, they, they look over it. They're, they're, they're just like, oh no, it's, it's cool. It's nothing. Like I'm just, I'm just pleasing my body. Like this, it's nothing wrong with that, but it actually is. And we're going to get into that today. So masturbation, well, the first reason why it's toxic because it gives you the power to please yourself, you know, and you would do this over and over. Like some people actually get addicted to masturbation because they have the ball in their courts. You know, when you're like having sex with someone, the ball isn't just in your court. You know, you you can try to steer them in the right direction, but it may not always go that way. But when you have the the free will, or well, not free will, but when you have the uh, choice to like masturbate or whatever, when you have that ball in your court, then you have the power to steer it in whatever direction you want. And literally, you know, <laughs> you have that power. So it, it just, it makes people want to do that over and over and over again. And it's toxic because let's say your partner, right? Let's say that you are married. And your partner doesn't please you. He he or she doesn't get you to that climax the way that you want. But masturbation, when you masturbate on yourself, it does. Let's let's say it's that way. Then that's gonna that's gonna cause you to wanna always resort back to masturbation. It's like it's like masturbation is your is your husband and your and your wife versus it actually being your wife. You know, like it's like that didn't come out right. So it's like masturbation is your wife or your husband versus you actually being in relationship with the actual physical person. You just want to use your hand. You just want to use your hand. You're like, oh, this is my boyfriend. Oh, this is my girlfriend. And it's crazy because um, I used to hear people kind of say that sometimes like. Uh, for example, sex toys, like I would hear people, like it could be on movies or something. And like, <laughs> they might be, it might be one scene where 
you see a dildo or something, right? And it's like a girl may say, yep, this has been my husband for about roughly three years and I've been well satisfied, you know? <laughs> I just saw plenty of movies like that. But our husbands and our wives, they're supposed to have that, you know, like they're supposed to be able to please our body. But I'm going to get into that one deeper a little later in this podcast. But when you masturbate, it causes you to sin against your own body. In 1 Corinthians 6, 18, it specifically says that. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Now, I don't know about you. But even though masturbation isn't sex, it, it is a, a form of sexual activity. Just like oral sex is a form of sexual activity. Because anything that gets you aroused, you know, that um, makes you climax or have an orgasm, they're forms of sexual activity. Which is a form of, you know, um, sexual immorality, which causes us to sin. <laughs> In 1 Thessalonians 4, 3, and 5, I'm going to scroll down to when it talks about um, having control over your body. So it says that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you know how to control his body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust. This is why it's toxic. It prevents you from having self-control. Self-control is one of the nine of the fruits of the spirit. For me, self-control was super, 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 with the capital S, hard to obtain. Like, and I feel because we are fleshly creatures, you know, we were born in this fleshly body and fleshly things, it feels super good to us. And masturbation feels great to the body, but it's, it makes you sin. There is nothing, there is nothing more important than pleasing God. There is no amount of climax or orgasm that you can have or something being pleased to your body. There, there's no amount of pleasurement that your body can get that will be better than pleasing God. There's nothing. So me personally, I had to wake up to that. I had to tell myself, well, dang, Destiny, you know, I know it might feel good to your body, but it's not feeling good to God's heart. So do you want to keep on pleasing your body or do you want to please your spirit, which is going to please God? And I had to make a decision that day. I had to make a choice and I had to submit and surrender my flesh so that I could be pleasing to the man that created me. It is extremely toxic. It's extremely toxic and... It, it's like it pollutes your mind, you know, it, it, it pollutes your mind because it's like, let's say you, you're pleasing yourself really good, right? And your spouse comes along, you know, try to do his or her thing as, as his wife, well, as, you know, him being your husband, as her being your wife, she tries to please you. And let's say you're masturbating all the time. So that ain't helping you. That ain't, that ain't really getting you to the point that you want, then, like I said, you're going to just constantly be resulting back to this thing that is causing you to sin, that is taking you away from God, that is taking you away from your God-ordained spouse. You're going to constantly be doing it because of, of the simple fact that you've trained your body to be pleased only by you. 
you don't want to train your body to be pleased only by you because we all have a counterpartner. I have a husband waiting for me. You have a wife waiting for you. You have a husband waiting for you. We all have a person. So if I'm over here trying to please myself and I, I literally get my body used to that, where my husband, he won't be able to please me. And, and that is a part of his his right as my husband to please my body. That's that's a part of his right. And it says that, it says that in the Bible, actually. So, actually, in 1 Corinthians 7, 4, let me just go ahead and give it to you. In 1 Corinthians 7, 4, it does. The wife, the wife body does not belong to her alone, but also to her husband. In the same way, the husband's body does not belong to him alone, but, you know, to his wife. So, I'm neglecting my husband of his rights if I only please myself. If I want to please myself and I don't allow him to please me, I'm neglecting him of his rights as my husband. Vice versa, you neglecting your husband or neglecting your wife to their rights. So, who wants that? Every, I, I know everybody wants to be married, right? Everyone wants to be married. And I'm sure you want to be pleased in your marriage. Don't nobody want to use their hand every day, all day. That that is not going to, that ain't going to cut it for the rest of your life. Who, who knows? Maybe, maybe. But for me, when I'm married, I know I want my husband to do what he do. You feel me? Like, <laughs> so I just really want to encourage people, you know, with just with masturbation, despite how good it may feel to you. To just see the toxicity that is in it. See that it's taking you away from God. See that it is making you sin. See that it is polluting your mind and causing your body to be so used to only um, one person pleasing it. You know, that's that's just like working out. And I'm going to use this for example because I am a workout maniac. So I know, you know, it's like, let's say I put myself on a workout program and I'm doing this program for six weeks straight, the exact same workouts with the exact same reps, with the exact same um, reps and sets and different different things like that. But I'm doing the same the same thing. My body will get used to it. My my body will get used to it. So I won't I won't grow. I won't get any muscle because my body is used to something. So it's the same when you please your own body. Your your body is used to you pleasing it. So nothing else will work for it. Because you train your body to be used to your own hand. <laughs> Don't do not take the job away from your partners. Do not take that job away from your your wife or your husband. I know it's hard to wait, y'all. I know it's hard to wait on sex. I know it's hard to refrain from pouring the masturbation. Because when when God first told me, well not first, but you know, when I was abstaining from sex and waiting until marriage. I was still, you know, allow myself to resort to porn and masturbation. I was like, all right, God, that's cool. I can wait until I'm married, but I'm just going to do this. <laughs> and so he was like, no, you can't do that either. And I was like, what? You <laughs> First, you took the real thing from me. Now you took, you want to take this? And I just had to just submit, humble myself, and just tell myself, girl, this is not about you. This ain't your body. Who are you? Who are we, y'all? Who are we to allow certain things to go inside of our body, go on our body, 
or to please our body when this is not our body in the first place. We are barring this body, which means we should respect this body. We should honor this body. We should take care of this body. It's just like if you go um, go to the store and you go buy, buy a piece of clothing, but let's say, no, I, I, let's say you rent a prom dress or you rent a, a, rent a suit. You got to take that jump back because it's not your suit and it ain't your dress. So what you going to do? You're going to take care of it. You're not going to be, you know, Lucy Willie with it and just let anything get on it. No, you're going to take care of it. So look at your body the same way. Look at your body as if it's truly a gift from God that he's allowing you to borrow. So take care of it. Don't don't defile it. Don't allow certain things to go in it, on it, please it, nothing. Porn. I want to talk to y'all about porn. This is where our depthness is really going to come in. Porn can be very addicting. It it really can be very addicting. Um, I know Pastor Michael Todd, which he's a great, great pastor. I love his sermons. He uh, was very humble and transparent when he had told the world about his addiction to porn. It's real. It is real. It's real. It's toxic. And even when I used to, you know, watch porn here and there, like, I mean, I don't know if this is a, a true thing, but for me, like sometimes, I don't know, like sometimes it make my brain hurt. <laughs> Maybe that was just me. I don't know if anybody's ever experienced this, but like sometimes it would just kind of like make me just make my brain hurt or something. I don't know. My eyes hurt. I don't know. It was just something. Maybe there was God making me feel that way so I can stop. I don't know. But I do know that it is toxic and a lot of people get addicted to it. And you might be like, I ain't going to never get addicted to it. Never say never. Never say never. <laughs> because I said, oh, I ain't going to never wait to, until marriage for sex. I can't do that. Look at me now. Almost a year, guys. Almost a year being consistent. Celebrate. Woo! Okay. But, <laughs> so porn is toxic because first and foremost, it will have you setting expectations for your marriage. Everybody are not acrobats. Everybody are not gymnasts. You know, like, everybody are not kingdom Kong. You know, everybody aren't, I'm just going to be real. Everybody ain't, they don't have a 12-inch ruler below their waist. So you have to stop stop looking at porn and trying to set these expectations for your marriage. Like, you may look to porn and be like, oh, I want my man to have exactly that. Oh, you might look to point and be like, I want my woman to look exactly like that. Or I want my sex life to be exactly like that. Us, us getting into these, these Pringle looking type of positions. I, I still want to do it. This man looked like he in his 60s. I still want to be able to get, get in a Pringle position with my wife, with my wife at that age. Y'all are setting these expectations off for two people that you don't even know. They probably, they probably own steroids. They probably taking all kinds of medication to make them do that. You just never know. But here you are setting these expectations for your marriage just from looking at it. That's toxic. I'm not saying that, you know, some people don't do that. You know, like I'm not saying that you can't be spontaneous in your marriage. I personally, uh, I personally agree with, you know, when you're married, you know, you be spontaneous, be creative, you know, don't. You know, keep it exciting. You know, keep it, uh, yeah, keep it exciting. You know, unpredictable or whatever. But 
don't don't look to porn and set these expectations. If anything, go to your your wife, go to your husband, and talk to them. But like, hey, you know what? What what you into? You know what you comfortable with doing? What you comfortable with not doing? Cause it's some things that's on porn that a lot of people don't want to do. I'm not gonna get into it, but if you know, you know. Okay, <laughs> it's some things that they do. That is lit off the wall, you know. So you can't be looking to that and thinking that your sex life is supposed to be like that. If you if if so happen your sex life is like this, so be it. But don't just be looking to it and thinking it's gonna be like that because it's toxic and it can possibly ruin your your marriage. You go to your partner yourself and you talk to them about that. You don't just look to that and, and just set those expectations, you know, because it's just like. Oh, I can't, I really want to. I really want to say it, but I'm like, I'm not. I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. If if y'all know, y'all know. If you know, you know. Um, thirdly, it is toxic because it causes you to lust. Lust is a sin, you know. If if I'm looking at a man, I'm married. I'm a married woman, and I'm looking at a man, and I'm just like, dang, he fine. Oh, he look good. I wonder. I wonder what kind of body he got. That's lust, and I'm sinning. Not only am I disrespecting my husband, but I'm sinning, and I'm disrespecting God. If you are married, um, you're married to a woman, you're married to a man, and you're looking at looking at another woman, another man, trying to see how they look without their clothes, wondering what's on the other side, if the grass is greener, you know, and you just like, dang, you, you staring at her booty the entire time she walked past you wondering just 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 daydreaming it's lust y'all and lust is super hard it is hard you you cannot be married you know what i'm saying like you can just be at the gym and you see an attractive woman or an attractive man walk by and you're like dang they fine or dang like they got they got a nice little body on them y'all that's lust but we all face some type of lust whether it's drooling over michael b jordan <laughs> You know, we all, we all have fallen short to that and we've all had lusted in our lifetimes, our lifetimes. And this is why we need, we need Jesus. This is why we need God. And I just, I really, really want you all to know how powerful the Holy Spirit is, y'all. This is how powerful he is from my own personal experience. I'm going to talk about fasting first. So I went, I did a three-day fast, no food, just water. Y'all, y'all think that I could have done that on my own? My first two days, I was not even hungry. Like, my, my water literally was cool. Like, I was straight. And I didn't even drink that much water. But it was because of the power of the Holy Spirit that I was able to get through. I literally called on him and asked him to give me that power, to give me that strength, and he did. And aside from fasting... Uh, with sex, I prayed for sexual humbleness, for sexual humbleness. I used to be like on go, like I, I used to get very, very, very sexually frustrated, like, you know, and I just used to pray for sexual humbleness. And when I say on go, I don't mean going in the streets. No, please don't think that when I say on go, I mean like, I mean, like I just would get very, very sexually frustrated. But I didn't want to feel that way because I'm like, Lord, I'm not having sex. I know this is this is a, a 
desire I'm supposed to have. Obviously, if I'm going to be married, well, since I will be married someday. But I was like, I'm not married right now. So can you please just humble me sexually? And he did. So the power of the Holy Spirit is real. He can he can humble you. He can uh, always give you a way out. If you are constantly going to porn for pleasurement, you're constantly masturbating for pleasurement, God can heal you. God can lower the God can humble your your sexual desires. And and you cannot say, oh, it's impossible. It is possible because it happened for me. I literally, literally was weak when it came to sex. Like all my all my boyfriend would have to do is kiss my neck and then here we go. You feel me? I was weak to it. But now, bro, I don't I don't even think twice about waiting to marriage. Like that's that's like that's a done dealy. Like, of course I'm gonna do that. I don't think twice about trying to watch porn. Nah, it's disgusting to me now for me to do it. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. I'm telling y'all that it can, if he did it, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. If he did it for me, he can do it for you. Let me go ahead and sum up uh, this podcast with the scripture that I want to talk about when it talks about lust. So you remember how I was telling you, um, if you're married, right, you're married and, and you're looking at another woman, you're looking at an, another man uh, with the lust for eye, that it's a sin. Even even if you're not married, it's, just, it's still a sin. But here we go. Matthew 5, 28. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with, lust for, with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Boom. All you got to do is, like I said, all you got to do is just look at somebody and just be thinking. Lust. Thinking lustful, fleshly, and worldly things. And boom, you done already committed a sin. And I know this scripture is pretty much like talking to men because it says, you know, whoever looks at a woman. But women, you're not excluded. You're not excluded from any sin. So this text... It, it applies to both women and men because no sin is is sexist. Like, no no sin is just targeted to a man or targeted to a woman. When God talks about sin throughout the Bible and his commands, he's talking to each and every one of us. <laughs> so I just wanted to clear that air, to clear that up. But ultimately, guys, porn and masturbation, I know it feels good. I, I know you like to... I know it feels good to have that power in your hands, to be able to go to it whenever you want, to be able to please yourself literally the way that you want. If you want it to last a long time, you can make it happen. <laughs> Ladies, if you want it to last a long time, you can make it happen. <laughs> you know, like all that, like, if you want it to be really quick, you can make it happen. So... <laughs> I know it feels great to have that power, and I know it feels good to your body because I used to, I used to do it, but it doesn't feel good to your spirit, and it, it's not pleasing to God. And I want to tell y'all, God loves us all, and God blesses us all despite if we are sinning. So I want, I don't want you to beat yourself up, you know, by me telling you to turn from masturbation to porn, and you know, if you are currently doing this, I do not, I do not want you to beat yourself up thinking that you are less than. You know, that God doesn't love you. God is disappointed in you because we all fall short. We all fail sometimes. We we all sin. God loves us despite what we do. And he meets us where, where we are. He will meet us in the valley. He will meet us while we're still 
while we're still uh, sinning and engaging in sexual activity. He, he will meet us there and he will pull us out the pit. So I want you to know that. And, you know, like, I just want to encourage you to seek God, to seek God on this, you know, to ask him, okay, God, look, I know this something, this isn't something I should be doing, but can you just give me the, the desire to stop? Because that's one thing about God. He is not going to tell you to stop doing something without giving you the desire to stop doing it. Trust and believe that. So I just want to end this podcast with saying that and encouraging everyone to, you know, turn from that detoxicity uh, that porn and masturbation brings because it is very toxic. It's very toxic and it will take you away from the, it will take you away from receiving the full blessing of God. So don't look, God blesses us all, right? He loves us all. He blesses us all. But let me tell you, man. When you submit to him and when you start living the way that he wants you to live, these blessings that he will send in your life will be bigger than what you could ever dream of. And I'm telling you from experience, because whenever I was still sinning, I was still blessed. God still had favor over me. And you know, like God still will bless me and protect me. But baby, once I surrendered and I gave him my life and I and I began to crave righteousness, even if it went against what I thought, even if it went went against what I wanted, even if it went against my flesh and how well it pleased it pleased my body. I craved righteousness, and I invited Him in every day. And I was like, God, remove in me what's not of You, despite if it feels good to me, remove it. But give me give me the desire to be okay with it. You know, give me the desire to allow it to be removed. And he gave me that like and and once I fully surrendered, my blessings were doubled. They were way, way bigger. They I literally wouldn't even have to pray for something and something would come my way. Like overflow abundance, just constantly being blessed and blessed and blessed. And people wonder, like, like, for example, when I worked at this old I used to work at. Um, a pharmacy job at Walmart, and I had got blessed with working at a different pharmacy job where I didn't work with customers, but it was a higher paying job and it was way, um, way more nicer. And there was people at that current job that I had worked at that wanted to work at a place like that, but couldn't for some reason. And I, I remember I had not been at Walmart for long. I was probably there for like, what, four months? And I ended up getting that job that everyone wanted. And I remember hearing some of my coworkers, they was like, wow, like she only been here for a, few, for a few months and she get a job like that. That's because that's because whenever you submit yourself to God, God will open up doors for you. God will open up doors for you. God will put you in the front of the line. Have, have y'all ever heard the first shall be last and the last shall be first? Yeah, that's true. Matthew 20, 16. He talks about the first shall be last and the last shall be first. God will put you in the front of the line. It don't matter who, who is, who is more, seems to be more qualified, who has more experience. God will put you in the front of that, of that line. And this, um, and so I wanted to encourage you and let you know that when you submit to him and you surrender to him and you give him everything that you have, he will put you in the front of the line. 
He will bless you with more than what you could ever ask for. He will literally exceed your expectations. Because he would be like, my child submitted to me. My child gave up something that they used to crave, that they used to love. Now they crave me. Now they crave to just be righteous. Now they crave to be holy and to just be pleasing. Be pleasing to me. So now, now I'm going to bless them with way more than what they could have ever asked for. They said they want a car, but I'm going to bless them with the car in the house. They said they just want to be able to pay their bills, but I'm going to bless them with being able to pay them bills and have leftover money. That's the God that we said. The God that blesses us in the midst of our sinful nature. But the God that will bless us a hundredfold when we submit to him. So I encourage everyone today to take heart, to take courage. Do not be disappointed or discouraged in yourself. If you are doing this, if you are currently masturbating and um, watching porn, because we all fall short. But I encourage you to fight. I encourage you to uh, pray to God for that strength. Pray to him for the Holy Spirit to come inside of you and to just wipe you clean. Pray for, for Christ-like characteristics. Pray for Christ-like mindsets, for a Christ-like heart. And he will give you that. So that's where I want to end today. I hope you guys have enjoyed this podcast. Thank you so much for my active listeners. Um, you guys follow me at, on Instagram, Divine Destiny underscore underscore. You will see where I post a lot of things about my podcast. I post about my YouTubes. I post about life coaching. Um, and there you can just always stay up to date when I post all those things. Have a good day, y'all.